Hi, welcome to the Georgia Songbirds podcast, brought to you by Anchor FM, Yes Man Music, and we are here with the trailer hippies, uh, Sylvia and Tom. Tommy, Tommy Davis, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I got it right on the first time. Yeah, Introduce yourself, guys. <laughs> oh, hey, hi. I'm Tommy, and uh, I'm Sylvia. And together, we are the trailer hippies from Chatsworth, Georgia. Yeah. Now I saw the uh, the name. Why the trailer hippies? I'm just curious. We live in a trailer in the woods, and we, we look like hippies. If someone were to see us, uh, they'd say, look at them damn hippies. <laughs> and uh, so we just, Sylvia came up with the name Trailer Hippies, and I liked it right off. So that, that's it. I don't know. It's just, it's uh, organic for us. Okay. <laughs> and it's, it's catchy, and I was listening, like I said, to your music before, and it's that mountain music type stuff. I know everybody asks what kind of music do you have what's your genre uh you guys named it what did you guys name it mountain mountain folk homespun, homespun. with the emphasis on homespun <laughs> so <laughs> it just reminded me of the mountain music i mean when i grew up my, my granny and and her sisters and all them that were playing music mm-hmm. and they're out there drinking shine and playing it's like that's what it reminded me of so that yeah. was, that's kind of what I heard. I was like, oh, that's really good music. I liked your stuff, what I heard of it. That was pretty much my roots and Sylvia's roots, just rural, uh, folk, folky mountain music, you know. And okay. She has a huge family, 13 aunts and uncles, I believe, something like that. And all of them have a million kids, and so many of them play instruments. And write and sing. And write songs. A very musical family <clears throat> she's from. So, And you guys both write and sing, right? Yeah. Yes. How long have you been? We'll start with Sylvia. Then go to the ladies first. <laughs> Sylvia, how long have you been writing and playing? Uh, I started playing guitar when I was 12 years old, and I started writing songs. I wrote my first song when I was 16, and uh, how many years ago was that? I'm 54 now, so you do the math. <laughs> math is too hard. I don't want to do math. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> so what inf- what influenced you? What kind of music was it that you listened to that influenced you? Well, uh, of course, I was raised. At with the music all around me from uh, the time I could talk, I think I was singing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, a cousin whom I idolized. She was uh, a little bit older than me, and she was beautiful. And she played guitar and sang, and she was very talented. And uh, I just I wanted to be like her and the, and her sisters and um, they would sing together and do harmony and I just couldn't wait to get old enough and good enough at harmony to be able to sing along with them you know whenever we would get together and okay. yeah so I think that was my biggest influence was family yeah so tell everybody you mentioned harmonies I'm always curious because harmonies to me seem so hard give somebody is listening like maybe some advice or a trick to to, to good harmonies well, I I really couldn't say there's a trick because it's a natural thing, I think. For me, it is. Okay. Um, been growing up with it, and so I can hear it, you know, and pick up on it pretty good, usually, most of the time. Um, it's, like a th- it's like a third from the key up, right? Is that what you're supposed well, to Well, yeah, do? and it depends. Everybody's unique, you know. <laughs> Everybody's – harmony is very unique individual. We were just talking about that the other day with some friends. It's like harmony is a very individual thing, like mm-hmm. a harmony that someone could find with someone singing. I could come in behind that person and find a harmony that's not 
the same as what that other person came up with. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. just a, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to really give anybody advice about it, though. It's like something you have to feel. You have to hear it. You've got to be able to bring your voice in line with the other voice, either under it or above it or and yeah. make it fit. <laughs> that's the thing I've always had trouble trying to figure that out. Because like I said, what I said about the band, I, I sing some of them, but I've got such a growly voice when I sing mm -hmm. that it, it's kind of loud and it takes over anything so if i mm -hmm. if i sing i try and i'm trying to sing harmonies you got you can't be louder than the lead singer yeah so you have to me, balance so it, me, there needs to be a balance way kind of far back yeah just so my voice doesn't cut through because he sings really high and i've got a deeper ground yeah mm -hmm. yeah you have to meet it or at least be just underneath it in volume i think to really mm -hmm. have the that nice blend that I, that i found out yeah I've, I've got to learn to pull back a little bit yeah. because <laughs> i'm loud mm -hmm. i'm a loud person <laughs> uh what was the first song you remember playing then the first song I remember playing, what would be the first song I ever learned? I know my grandfather taught me Wild for the Flower. I still can't Lord, <laughs> gosh, it's, I know my first chord was A. <laughs> uh, first song I ever learned. I, I, I tell you, I don't remember the first song I ever learned. I bet you he could tell you the first song he ever learned. House uh, of the Rising Sun. <laughs> House of the Rising Sun. Yes. I wasn't, uh, I was weaned on uh, like, Jim Reeves and Porter Wagner and okay. Johnny Cash. Uh, How'd you get to the animals from that? <laughs> well, I think it was, uh, I don't know, my older sister's older boyfriend, okay. who was uh, truly in the hippie age, uh, he, he showed me that song. That is a good song. It is, yeah. It's nice basic chords. and uh, So I just went from there. Never, Neither of us had music or guitar lessons or anything. Okay. We just pick it up as we go and uh so how did you get started then because i mean she was family with your family too is that how you got started when you were younger no uh my family no my grandmother played piano but i don't even know if i knew it at the time but i was 14 when i started playing okay. guitar and uh had a couple of you know 30 dollar department store nylon string guitars mm -hmm. first that lasted a little while enough to get me started on chords then uh, I don't know John Denver. I really love John Denver and and the older country people, the originals way back. And uh, I, I was looking at your guys' set list. You do a lot of John Prine. We do John Prine. I guess I was uh, almost. I was about 20 years old when I became. So I was 43 years ago. Became aware of John Prine and geez, the sound, the writing, the his playing. Yeah, I just loved it. It was what I'd been looking for. That kind of who influenced you now in your writing is John Bit, Yes, very much. Very much. How about you, Sylvia? Who, who influenced oh, you? Oh, my writing. Uh, songwriters that... Well, I always really loved Neil Young's songwriting. Okay. James Taylor's songwriting. Um, Gillian Welsh. Um, actually, when I got older and was uh, familiarized with her, I, I, tried, I tried to learn so many of her songs, and I cover her a lot. Okay. Um... And just, I think, really my life experience. I just decided uh, when I was 16 and I wrote my first song, I was just like, you know, I don't want to really learn other people's songs as mm -hmm. much as I want to just create my own. So I'm going to give this a try. Yes. So. I, could, I, couldn't do, I couldn't do covers until maybe a couple of years ago <laughs> with the band because I hated doing covers. I always want to do my songs. I was like, well, I'm picking up a guitar so I can write my music and I can play. 
why do I want to learn somebody else's? Mm-hmm. But then when you got playing, <clears throat> you gotta. More people want to hear familiar. Yeah. When yeah. you play four-hour gigs, mix it up. you need other people's songs. Yes. To get them to play. Well, sometimes yeah. I could play on four hours. Well, yeah, we we've done two-hour shows, all original. Okay. Uh, Sylvia could probably do a three or four-hour show, original of her own stuff. She's written many songs. Very a lot of good stuff. Hopefully someday we'll get to record those as we go. Yeah. So. What do you guys record? You get you got some CDs. Where did y'all record the one you got? A uh, friend of mine, Preston Paris, okay. in uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. Uh, he's a excellent multi instrumentalist, songwriter himself, and and a digital guru. Uh, and uh, one producer. He did a beautiful job. Great ear for music Amazing. and what blends and you know he's just excellent. <clears throat> musically chemistry. but uh hooked up with him and uh and we he invited us to his garage studio attached to his house and uh i'll tell you it's just he can create excellent sound it's amazing to watch him work let's just say <laughs> it yeah, really that's, is. Uh, we'll give <laughs> preston another plug preston yeah. paris preston cleveland paris <laughs> like i said anybody he's a great guy tell, him? tell him i, I have no awesome. problem we love him plug whoever you want because I mean, this is what it's for—is to get people to hear artists, maybe songwriters, uh, producers that they don't mm-hmm. know about that they want to help. Because I mean, people listen from Tennessee, they listen in Texas, they listen everywhere, and it's great to hear new music. I like hearing new music, like mm-hmm. I said. And then I heard—I can't—I thought it was the Georgia Network Group. Apparently, it wasn't. It was another group. I found you. I don't remember because I'm part of a lot of music groups uh-huh. too. Might have been um, the uh, live. Georgia live music or live maybe music. I don't remember now I'm glad I found you guys though so I was like, yeah. listen to it I like mountain music it's not as prevalent anymore you hear but it's good to hear it mm-hmm. and I like to hear that stuff because it, it it reminds me of my childhood you know it was a party atmosphere it wasn't really in the mountains but we were all out drinking having having a time they're playing on the guitars but it reminds me of that stuff and I like yeah. it. I like to hear it I like to hear it when it's done well because you got of musicians that do like bluegrass and stuff like that are amazing, amazing <laughs> musicians. Yes, they are. Because you said you play mandolin too, right? So um, I've been playing mandolin for about a year, so I I say I dabble <laughs> in mandolin. I'm learning as I go. I don't ever uh, probably expect to be like a you know um, a grasser, a grasser or anything. <laughs> it was just that we felt like. Um, we needed to add just something else, another pretty sound, and okay. so I'm just really working on learning how to just add some pretty sound to what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, it was about building our show, <clears throat> and the sound, and yeah. uh, the mandolin just adds so much, and she has put so much time into learning here, probably a year and a half or so she's been trying, again, with uh, she had like three lessons in the beginning from a great guy, Jim Pankey, in okay. Chatsworth, Georgia. Uh, I've heard of Jim Pankey. He He's is amazing. a master of strings, he, he man. <laughs> Mandolin, guitar, banjo, whatever. Okay. He's got a He's a great channel. guy, too. We've been very fortunate to uh, have been in contact with such good people yeah. and talented, such talent in different areas of music. You know, it's just a great, fortunate thing for us. To, so when your guys show, it's just you two, right? There's no yeah, other body. No, right. Does anybody, you do percussion, any type of percussion with it? Or? A little bit. <laughs> Sometimes I'll if play I play lead, which usual, I guess, but uh, she'll play a, She'll have a tambourine okay. or a... Djembe. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's what that's called. Keep some beat, you know. Drum. There's a few songs we do that on. It's mostly uh, me playing guitar and Sylvia mandolin. 
but then Sylvia plays a lot with guitar also. Okay. So, but it is just the two of us. Just yeah. Well, if you can, that's that's a talent though. If you can get two people and make a full sound, then it's so much easier to, like I said, it once people listening to you oh, oh that's great i hear it and hear that kind of sound but when you're like acoustic it's kind of a hard with just an acoustic you gotta have some kind of percussion with i think personally that's why i was telling you guys earlier is with a band i can't get into certain places because it's a full band you mm-hmm. know, because they don't want drums they don't want electric guitar but you guys can like i've and uh for everybody's listening they were asking big door vineyards is one place to go to mm-hmm. uh they'll they'll do more acoustic settings um I guess vineyards and breweries now are kind of the place. Yeah, we do. That's kind of our niche. Quite a bit of those we do. Uh, Uh, I know Reformation Brewery. um, Because you guys are a little bit farther north. You guys in Chatsworth, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, I think I reached out to Reformation at one time, and uh, I I don't know they were. How far is Rome from you guys? Uh, Rome is an hour and five or ten minutes. Okay. We're Um, we're looking to play, uh, if anyone knows of places out there, this musical duo, uh, two hours usually is about what we drive from Chatsworth, you know, one okay. way to a venue. We play a few in North Carolina, Murphy and Andrews and somewhere else there. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure you get to Tennessee too. Yeah. Some, Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. We just started Gatlinburg and Knoxville. Mm. We at, played in Chattanooga. I have it in a while. Um, yeah. Chattanooga. And, uh, Chickamauga. Chickamauga. That's Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. And, uh, up, you know, Dahlonega and Hiawassee and uh, L.A.J., great little town. Yeah, we love L.A.J. We play a lot over in the mountain areas. And okay. we're looking to spread out anywhere, though, because well, I'm going to retire at the end of this month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where do you work? Uh, well, I work at a hospital. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But I'm going to retire at the end of the month and... Right now, I work three twelve-hour nights a week, and okay. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Which, uh, as far as music and getting out there, that sucks. But you got to live, I reckon. So, but now we're going to be able to do this seven days a week. That's cool. And we will spread our wings, hopefully, out further than we have been. Yeah, we'd like to actually schedule a tour at some point here soon. Do you guys have like a website or anything like we that? We do. Uh huh. It's trailerhippies.com. Uh, and uh, we're, of course, on Facebook and Instagram, and we have a YouTube channel. It's live from the trailer. And uh, and also our uh, CD is available on all the digital platforms. It's through CD Baby. And, okay. Uh, so everything, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music. I was going to ask you guys that, too. Um, where did you get your CDs printed out? Because that's, a lot of people don't do CDs anymore, and I'm so glad you guys gave me uh, CDs. So anybody, future guests are coming on, they brought me gifts. I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> they set the bar really high. So, <laughs> where did you, um, where do you guys get your CDs made? Is it CD Babe through CD Babe? It's, uh, no, it's Jeff Mankin in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the name of the company? I can't remember the name of the company. Uh, you should remember. But he made my CD, or, or copies of it, or it's in, a big operation in 2011 okay and then or 2012 whenever that was and then something graph no he did something. uh sylvia's and then he did our trailer hippies but we yeah they do the copies it's really good prices okay um, i don't know exactly what it is but it's good to, now i gotta figure out the name of the <laughs> yeah now she <laughs> has to we'll have to find the name of that company now it's yep. uh, jeff we, mankin we he's, should know it right off the top of our head he's uh, I don't, um, a president of that company i think mm-hmm. 
And he's also a graphic designer. And WTS very, Media. WTS Media. Okay. That's yes. it. Yes. Sorry, Did, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> do, they do great. They're great to. Uh, yeah, they're great people. Because I was looking, like I said, there's a lot of there's a lost art and people bring in like CDs. I mean, now they got like uh, some guys use digital download, which is cool because you can give it to them and they can it, it works for singles. But like I've had people ask, oh, do you have an album out? I'm working on. It. I don't have one, so I I don't know where to go to get my actual CD made. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. Jeff, WTS. I will be checking, yeah, checking you yeah, out soon. It'd yeah. be worth looking into. Yeah, he's you know, great. He's a little further from you, but they're really good people to deal with. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and he's a musician himself. He's been out and about, you know, and, uh, in the big, the bigger arenas. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't do that quite anymore, I don't think, because of the business and because of family life. But uh, yeah, he'd be well worth getting a hold of, as would yeah. Preston, okay, in Cleveland. Did you? Who did all the photography for for the album? Uh, well, uh, Preston did the photography, uh, actually, for both albums. He did uh, my photo shoot mm-hmm. uh, in the graveyard uh, for Ashes to Ashes. And then uh, when we got together, we did a little photo shoot at the trailer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, his place. And his place, yeah. So he, he took all those pictures. Well, some of the pictures on the back of the CD are just snapshots of us since we've been doing this okay. together and then a couple of them are ones that he he took uh yeah at the trailer yeah okay <laughs> so we kept our circle quite small yeah you got to surround yourself with good people so if you already got a small circle and it works yeah hey yeah. Don't and they're good humans too that's, right. yeah. that's the main thing that's the main, yeah that's the main <laughs> it thing. is because i mean I, I get there's like there's some producers that are so anal about stuff um they're really good but you, you can't put up with them for that long because it's it's like well, the cool thing about working with Preston is he hears what you do uh-huh. and he doesn't want to change the gist of it. He wants it to be original and he's just talented enough to where he can really enhance can in a very, in very nice vibe. way what yeah. you're already doing without changing what you're doing. You know, I had um, prior recorded in, in a few studios. Uh, you know, my first CD um, I recorded was... Uh, in Houston but I was never I always walked away deflated well like, they kind of hijack your music and turn it into what they want you know, it to be, and you know or the chemistry just isn't there or whatever you know but uh, when he introduced me to Preston and I I went for the first time to sit with him and he just started picking up you know it's like I started watching him work but he just like the chemistry the vibe I mean yeah. he just honed right in on my music like yeah. and it, it was just a natural gift that he has and um yeah so i i cannot really wouldn't want to go to anybody else personally there, there's then once you find somebody that works i mean like i yeah. use donnie hammond's vermont and he's great i love the oh stuff does. donnie hammond you know donnie uh well we've seen his band the diamond is that the donnie, donnie hammond's, hammond's band yeah, yeah we're remember he had the van and he had all the yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah he that was a rock and roll guitarist. Yeah, that was a fun uh, show to watch. Yes. That was really a lot of fun, yeah. He lives in Dalton, right? Yeah, that was yeah. over at uh, Crescent, Crescent, Crescent City. City yeah. yeah, he lives out in Cartersville as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does yeah, all he, of my stuff. That was great. Wow. And uh, I take it in there, and I know he's going to get an electric guitar, some shred and stuff in it, because he can play that guitar. Yeah, wow. yeah. He's an amazing guitarist. And every time we go in the studio, I always like to put weird stuff in my songs. Uh-huh. So Donnie knows this. He's, he's awesome. working on some of mine now. Uh, we put steel drums in one of mine. And then we put like trumpet or uh, 
whatever I could think of just to How make it cool. Different. I'm going to really have to check out uh, some of your uh, Yep. Your I love saxophone. Your... So you'll hear saxophone. Awesome. Yeah, oh, sax, sax is, is nice. great. Yeah, so my bassist plays saxophone. Cool. Um, but he said, I'd rather, he'd rather play the bass. So he said, if you want another saxophone, get somebody. But yeah. he, he plays sax. And every song that we have <laughs> with saxophone, he's playing it. All right. And the one with the trumpet that's coming out soon, he's playing the keys for it. So mm-hmm. you just got to get somebody who plays the actual trumpet to yeah. <laughs> come in there and play it. <laughs> So for for we'll get back to you guys for everybody um, that doesn't know you tell the story of the trailer hippies how did you guys meet how did you guys get started um, we met at a open mic in uh, Chattanooga eight nine years ago okay. or what yeah. something like that That's and uh, we were just both playing that night and at the time we were married to other here. people so you know we met and I. Uh, really liked her music she says she really liked mine and uh and then we were friends on facebook and that was it we never really talked to each other for years mm-hmm. just uh well i was hosting an open mic in um benton tennessee okay and he came out to that a few times yeah uh, and so you know we built it like a, a rapport like a you know an acquaintance right an uh, open mic relationship yes yes yeah. <laughs> and then she started hosting a thing in Okoy, Tennessee. Later, quite a bit later. We and actually lost touch with each other for probably five years. Yeah, and then when we when she started doing that, we saw that neither of us were married anymore. Uh, or, you know, we were kind of on He the, saw my status changed. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, well, I'll go play her open mic. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my favorite one. Just three hours out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, I asked her if she'd want to harmonize with me and... Uh, try some stuff out she said yes and so there we are a week or two later we's all in love and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and here we are so we're just going to do music you know we got after the trailer hippies name and uh, of course sylvia does a lot of stuff on her own at our shows mm-hmm. you know she'll play 30 45 minutes set by herself and it's a lot of old stuff uh, but it's a lot of her own stuff too yeah uh, perhaps if I were a better musician, I'd play with her on that, but I don't. I don't want to interfere with all that. <laughs> but we're just going to do music where we can, and we're hoping to get in and spread our circle much bigger. Yep. Like I said, there's a lot of places around here, so uh, for the guys that are listening, uh, when this comes out, uh, reach out to you guys. Yeah, get a hold of us on Facebook or, you know, on our website. Uh, Email is uh, trailerhippiesmusic at gmail.com or you can call 706 980 Uh Give us a call and uh, we'd be glad to come play a show. Yeah, because there's a lot of places that are around here, like I said, that um, that will take it. Now, do you guys normally just email every, all the venues you're looking for? Or do you like to go to them? Uh, I we, use Facebook yeah. a lot and I will. Uh, scroll through sometimes and uh, find the email address and send the venue an email. Some people don't respond to Facebook Messenger and uh, some people rather you email them. So I try to do that. I don't do a lot of phone calls although I might We walk in a lot of places too. We do walk in cold, yeah. After an initial email maybe or a message yeah, and then we'll walk in and say, hey, we are who you were messaging with. Right. Yeah. Give us a damn gig. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they just throw it at you. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. They That's say, oh, yes, which would you choose? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <your> choice. 
Just kidding. Uh, there's so many people out there doing music, and uh, and plus, you know, now that there, you know, so many things got canceled, and everybody's scrambling now, and things start opening up. You know, I mean, it's people are flooded with people wanting to, you know, get in and and play because yeah. everybody's been so uh, shut up with the not. Uh, and a, a lot of the the venues are trying to find ways to pay for other stuff, so they're cutting out music together. Yeah, that's true. I mean, mm. And that's what a lot of songwriters. Singers are having problems with is because they can't find the gigs that will take them anymore. So now they want to they want to go and play, but nobody's taking them, or the artists themselves aren't getting out. It's hard, too. really mm-hmm. harder, I think, too, for the full bands because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of venues have lost so much money over this that they 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 still want music, yeah. and so it kind of puts us in a better way because they're, they're resorting to more acoustic music mm-hmm. and paying less. Than yeah. what they have to pay for a full band. So See, we yeah, signed, f- we signed with a promotion company. Yeah. I think in January. Yeah, for a promotion company for uh, the first time. A promotion LLC out of Knoxville. Yeah, James okay. Gilly. And uh, yeah, James Gilly, and uh, they also have an office in Nashville now. Yeah, just getting ready to open up in but Nashville. But we recorded songs with them, you know, videos, and mm-hmm. which is on our website and Facebook. And uh, different things, and we're about to do a video with them, I yeah, think, in September. that's exciting. In September coming up, we're going to be doing a, a video of our song, that our first song that we ever co-wrote. It's called Sugar Cane Wine. And uh, we're going to do a, a video for the Tennessee uh, Valley Winery, okay. I think it is. And so that's, gonna, that's exciting. So the promotion company, what do they actually do for you, for the people listening? Are they actually helping you get gigs, or are they just kind of helping you? Well, they hooked us up with the gigs in Gatlinburg and, and okay. Knoxville. But, like, as soon as we played Gatlinburg, I think last February, COVID hit. Down. And yeah. everything shut yeah. down. And they had us different gigs with them and in Knoxville lined up. But they all went away. Yeah. Now, we've done Knoxville about three weeks ago, I think, which was yeah, an excellent that was gig. Great. That was uh, a wonderful place. Union Place Bar and Grill, I believe. Mm-hmm. Really nice people, nice place, uh, good reception. So we're looking for, and we have more scheduled there. Uh, right. A couple more between now and January. But a promotional LLC, they, you know, it, it's kind of a individual basis. So he provides different packages, and he'll customize whatever you know, kind of tailor fit it to what you're looking for and what your needs are. So, you know, for us, um, they did some photography and some live studio sessions and. Um, help us with uh, gigs also and and setting up shows and uh, just uh, uh, help a little bit with promoting the Facebook uh, and uh, YouTube and a little help with the website, just things like that. But uh, James has been really nice to work with um, and it's been, of course, difficult all around uh, for him, for us, you know, with the shutdown and everything. Right on the heels of signing a contract, it's kind of like... You know, then yeah. you're dead in the water for a little bit. But we just figure, keep positive, keep moving ahead. You know, we know that we're here as musicians. Our purpose is to help raise the vibration. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to, you know, full speed ahead. You know, stay positive, keep the faith, and just keep doing music. That's it. <laughs> I always was curious about those promoters, if they actually work. Because I know a lot of times <clears throat> they help for people. Um but a lot of times there, there's so many of them out there, you don't know which one to go to because yeah. they can, oh, yeah, we'll do this. We'll, this is what it costs, and we'll get you gigs. And you never hear anything from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's for somebody, especially now when you're trying to keep as much money as you possibly can, 
you know, because you're you're limited, yeah. Yeah. especially ones who are doing music full time. Yeah. You're limited on your funds that you got to find the right one. So that's what I so Anytime somebody has people like that, I always tell them, promote them. You know, they may get business. I may, I may talk to James because I, well, James, we're not you know, an exclusive contract. And there's no, you know, and that's good. We no can do our own contract. Stuff. Well, he encourages you to continue doing <clears throat> what you're doing to promote yourself, continue trying to get gigs, continue reaching out to people. Right. And he'll help where he can in that department as far as, you know, mm. helping with uh, scheduling gigs. And, you know, and he's a growing company, and he's very ambitious, and he's, he's, he's really upbeat, and he's a nice guy. You know, he's got a good vibe. and uh, so yeah, I, We scope people out pretty good before we, <laughs> before we join forces with them. Mm-hmm. You have to. There's you so many to. people in music yeah. business that will just take your money and run. Yeah, and that that would be a shame. And Rick uh, Davis actually turned me on to them. Actually. Is that um, Holly, Holly Man? Yes. Yeah, yeah he actually turned mm. us on to uh, Promotion LLC, and he's another good guy. He's a really nice guy. He's man. actually was going to help our band uh, get some stuff in Chattanooga. Well, good. So he, he invited good. us to uh, open mic in Cartersville. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, sixes. Sixes. Right. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to do that yet, but we will be able to be uh, able to do that here soon because he'll be retired yeah. and he won't have be working on mondays that's, yeah that's ah. one of the many things we'll be able to do yeah, yeah we actually got a gig from there when we played yay wow. and then they get they got the owner one of the owners came up to us and he goes yeah can you do it on the third of july i was like i'm actually taking my son deep sea fishing he goes oh, okay well then we'll have to find you a date so but we got booked for a gig there i was like that's cool oh, very good. Rick wonderful yeah there. that's great yeah. so that's what he said a long time ago yeah but, but i've never been able to do it because of my job right but you know a long time he said man though you can get booked from there yeah, go yeah. in there and the local. A I lot believe, of people I've do host mentioned. open mics yeah. Uh, yeah. for booking purposes, yeah. so that that opens it up for us during the week. And yeah, if there's any <coughs> any booking agents out there that hear us, uh, yes, we're, we're yes. looking for gigs. Yes. And, uh, you guys want to play a song? Sure. All right, then. You guys, yeah. you want what song you want to play first? Did you, I, did you figure I out what you want to play? we're going to do. Uh, we usually have this dilemma, no matter what <coughs> we're going to do, <laughs> if we're going to play one or seven, we don't know. We'll do. Um, Ain't Gonna Fly Off, I believe, first, which is a song that's on our CD. Um, It's one that I wrote. Um, And Sylvia will play mandolin, and I'll do guitar. Okay. You guys want to play out there? Yeah, we will. I think so. We'll move that stuff out there then. Okay. Hey, this is the first song that uh, we ever co-wrote together. Uh, This is called Sugar Cane Wine. Well, the sun shines down on a mountain town on the south side of the hill. Living's hard and it's always been, and I guess it always will. Well, I took up with Lady Luck, her hair was long and black. She cheated me, so I left that town, and I ain't never going back. I ain't never going back. Oh, I took it to the highway with a bitter taste in my mouth. Roll the dice one more time, took my chances to the south. Ain't no comfort anymore in that frozen northern town. Had to be something sweeter than lady luck, so I took a good look around. Thank you. 
Well, the sun comes up over Hattiesburg in the Mississippi Pines. Now I wake up with a woman, a lips sweeter than sugarcane wine. Now Lockwood ain't no better than digging down in the mine. But damn, that sweet loving woman, it sure makes it worth my time. She makes it worth my time. Oh, I took it to the highway once, but I won't do that again. Roll it up behind me now, never needed her to win. But if I think about it now, I'm thinking maybe I did. Cause if it wasn't for bad lady luck, I'd have never known love like this. Love like this. Sweeter than sugarcane wine. Love sweeter than sugarcane wine. So let's talk about the, some of the songs you guys just did. Okay. Um, what was the, the first one you did? Was was it uh, Sugarcane Sugar Wine? Cane. Yeah. Now who wrote that one? We co-wrote that. That's the first one we co-wrote. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, when we signed with Promotion LLC up in Knoxville, I don't know if he pitched the song to someone yeah, at the Tennessee, the Tennessee Valley Wine. Yeah. It's an organization, one, association yeah, right. or whatever. Wine. And I think we're going to do a a video with that song yeah and they're going to use it. it in some capacity okay the track from the cd actually the the, the track is gonna yeah won't be uh, so that's nice to get your song heard acoustic. Yep. maybe when you're not <clears throat> around <laughs> <laughs> so and now i take it they get to pay you for that stuff too so you guys i'm guessing uh, we haven't even got that far um well it's a we know that uh well, we're hoping, you know, that's a great promotional thing. You know, it, it puts us into the Tennessee Valley wine community and hopefully will bring us more work there. Yeah, so, at the wineries yeah, we're there. we're looking forward to that a great deal. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What's the song about? Uh, Is there a real story behind it? Really, I wanted to mention, I guess I started the song with uh, the sun comes down on a mountain, shines down on a mountain town on the south side of the hill. Okay. Uh, just uh, to introduce mountain life, and then uh, and uh, and then a young man going to. Then I mentioned Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Okay. You know the sun my comes. My mother-in-law's from Hattiesburg. Really? Yeah. My sister. Wow. Worked lives there, and uh, worked at the Forest General Hospital for like 30, 35 years really? in Hattiesburg. She was a nurse. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess technically she lives in Laurel, but it's close enough to Hattiesburg. Well, she actually <laughs> lived in seminary. Oh, okay. Which is close to Hattiesburg and, and Laurel. Yeah, I'm familiar with all them. Petal, all those little Sumrall, yeah. <laughs> little towns down in there. We just came back from there um, not too long ago, actually, because we visited her. And then uh, we, my, um, she came up, my mother stayed with us for a while, so we went back down there for something. I don't remember what it is now, but. Uh, we stayed in Mississippi. It's always hot, always ants. Yes, <laughs> I yes. Told, I said, "Wife, I want a pest control company. That's what I do when I'm not playing music." So I was like, "I want to go there and start a company in Mississippi. I can make a lot of money in Mississippi." Mm. But 
I have enough. I, have, I don't have enough time on my hands for that. I'm already busy. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a, yeah. But some of that comes from his uh, experience, you know, like Pop Wooden there in Mississippi oh, Pop, when he stayed there. When I was in, um, uh, yeah. at my sister's, uh, yeah, I helped her brother-in-law. He, <clears throat> they, he does different. A lot of the people do different. They're not what they call public jobs. They're mm-hmm. you're out working for yourself, okay, cutting pulp wood or whatever you're doing. Uh, and that's what I did. I helped. I didn't cut it, but I loaded it. Helped him load it. St- stressed my guts out. A skinny young boy, and he, uh, everyone I worked with, a uh, very few, just him, and but he was a very sturdy human. They're very stocky. They can do that. And, uh, but yeah, that was from my experience too. So, Pulp yeah. wooden, and I'm from coal mining country, you know. So, in the song, the person goes from the North Mountain country to Hattiesburg, okay. and. Uh, it was um, from coal mining to pulpwood. Yeah, and he, you know, Tommy wrote the melody on the guitar, and he had this, and he he does that a lot. He'll just play melodies, and and um, you know, I was thinking, okay, we got to write something, you know, mm. together. Uh, it took us about a year, I think, to get there, and uh, so uh, we start coming up with a little storyline, and uh, but I think the you know the moral of the song really, uh, you know, it. it Parts of that song was taken from his own experience, okay. but then it's just kind of like you know you go through things in life, and um, the one part of the song is um, you know uh, you 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 think that uh, <clears throat> what what is the part of the song where the the Took moral it to the highway. no it's the oh didn't need lady luck after all for, right for true it's love like and the happiness. things happen for it's, a reason you know, yeah you know it's always darkest before the light right yeah. so yeah. it's just like you know over you think over. maybe you didn't need to go through that but but then you realize yeah you know I yeah guess you had to go through you that had to, go to get to, to, get where, to, you get to are. where you are exactly so that's kind of the gist i guess and here we sit on your gazebo in the, in the yeah. woods this the, is cool this is beautiful here. <laughs> in the woods it's funny when uh, i always tell people the story here I, I never tell anybody there's a family graveyard before they come i mm-hmm. they find that out on their own when they get here well we made a little joke we said oh you know we pulled up uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh there's a graveyard hello greetings <laughs> like, like surely they're not gonna he's not gonna do it by the graveyard uh, yes i am well, it's, it's lovely and they've already got your hole dug <laughs> <laughs> No, it's really just lovely, and it's sweet to have that family yeah. property like here. I was telling, uh, I was telling you off, off the uh, phone, off the camera, mm-hmm. uh, mic, I guess you'd call it, it's not really a camera, but off the mic that um, that was kind of the way that my grandfather wanted to get back into county because I have to pay for it when everybody dies, mm-hmm. so they got to deal with it then. All right, then. So, yeah, they put that there. It's funny, like, during the wintertime, because the, the, the times change, like if you get here like around five or so, it starts getting dark, you know. Mm-hmm. So we have people, uh, I guess, for like Halloween and stuff, and it's like so dark, and all of a sudden they're making noise in the woods. Uh, lady named is Allison. She's like life is merry, and she, she's like, oh my god, is, is that what is that? What is that noise? It's like it's probably squirrels or something. But it, it, it's Halloween, and she's by the graveyard. She didn't know it was a graveyard. Oh, it was Lord, dark. That's so uh, it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. So that, that one I kind of run out. Like with these interviews, I got a little bit longer because of daylight. Those I try mm-hmm. to get anybody here at the same time around four, yeah. so that we get at least get enough time I can get video of you. Yeah. And, and post it. Mm-hmm. But my my kids got me. I don't know if you guys seen like a little selfie ring light for your phone. Oh. You put it on a tripod. 
Uh-huh. So stick it on there, and it, it looks like an old makeup light. Like my nice, okay. What they call it, the vanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but you use it, and it, it works at night. So I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, that's cool. Here. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's going to attract a lot of bugs when I turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Alrighty, this next song is uh, one that I wrote, and this is on our Trailer Hippies for Life CD. This is called Ain't Gonna Fly Off. Well, I ain't gonna fly off in a crazy rage. Ain't gonna sit back, just dive old age. Gonna take the middle road to see my day. Gonna have to hunker down and take the test. Squint my eyes up and hope for the best. Play an old mountain tune and take me away. Well, I guess it all started. When I was a boy, played by the railroad, the real McCoy. Hear that whistle blow, it becomes a song. Well, it told me there was something on the other end. And if you go there, you'll come back when you're older and you know where you belong. suppose he's gonna have a hard time around cause the lessons start coming and they ain't gonna stop you gotta hit them down low as you shoot for the top hey boy how'd you find your way to town no I ain't gonna fly off in a crazy rage Ain't gonna sit back and just die of old age Gonna take the middle road To see my day Gonna have to hunker down And take the test Squint my eyes up And hope for the best Play an old mountain too And take Way. 
So what was the second song you guys did? That was Ain't Gonna Fly Off. Uh, that's one I wrote. Um, it's just about, uh, you know, ain't gonna fly off in a crazy rage. Ain't gonna just sit back and die of old age. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take the middle road to see my days. You know, everybody goes through uh, turmoil and fits of rage or potential rage. And uh, I was dealing with some of that in life a while back and uh, decided I wasn't going to fly off in a crazy rage. Although I had every right to, of course, <laughs> ask me. Uh, that's my opinion. <laughs> but I chose not to. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went the other way. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of like the journey. You know, it's just more about that. You know, I guess a lot of the songs we write are about, you know, just dealing with things and carrying on and growing. It's the mountain music that that's kind of what they're all about anyway. It so probably is, story yeah, telling. an awful lot yeah, of it. storytelling. Yeah, it is. And life's not easy. It sure isn't when all the mountain songs were written and sung. And, you know, back in the day, you know, life was a daily struggle, uh, as it is today, but just on a little different plane. You know, we still have the difficulties with love and relationships and families and losses and always, all of those things. I always say, you know, it's like music is the thread that binds. And it also, it's like for me, writing songs and music, it's, it's taken the, some of the ugly things in life mm -hmm. and creating something beautiful from it. Yeah. And, you know, and hopefully touching other people's hearts. And lives, yeah. you know. That that song was, was really good. It's a beautiful I, the, the song. Mandolin, I was telling you before, the mandolin makes <clears throat> such a difference in that song. Thank you. I mean, you, mm -hmm. you could, I can't. I love electric guitars, so I'm out put electric guitars and everything, but the mandolin was perfectly for that right there. So Thank really, you. guys, music is really gorgeous. That's what our our hope in the little bit we've grown so far, you know. Well, I can say little bit. Sylvia had to learn the mandolin, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn any other instruments? Not I. No. I'm guitar, as much as I do. That's <laughs> it. I would love to dabble in whatever you know, different yeah. things. So, uh, I picked up a little. What was that? A little dulcimer at the music store. Yeah. Yeah. She can like, pick something up and make some music with it. Um, you know, I'm not. I don't do that. I don't have that affliction. And then there's like a pedal steel. I just think that would be interesting to play around with. But you know, not there yet. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, want, <laughs> I want a pedal steel. I want to learn how to play that. That's a beautiful instrument. There is a uh, guy named uh, Hunter Blaylock. Uh, I know who that is. And, yeah. Uh, he's got Austin. Uh, Austin. Is yep. We've play. seen them. Sad machines, what they call it. Yeah, we saw them. Uh, Remember we went where we used to play we, uh, over there in Blue, Blue Ridge, Ridge Brewery. Brewery. They They're not there down. anymore, yeah, but we that was we, that was actually yeah. their last day open. I was think it? that we were in there, um, but they were playing there and they were good. Yeah, he he lives up in uh, Daresville. Great songwriting. Oh yeah, he's a great songwriter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You put still you put a still guitar in anything. Oh yeah, that's where they get the duct tape says "Sad Machine" on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, really good. Yeah, what was that, that life song you guys did? Was, uh, what was it called? Oh, yeah, that's Rolling Down the Highway. Rolling Down the Highway. Uh, and that's another melody that Tommy had, you know, that little uh, lick there on the guitar. And uh, and I I came up with the phrase, uh, for some reason it just hit me. Uh, ten bucks in my shoe. Ten bucks in my shoe. And so the song was built around that uh, hook. <laughs> 
and uh, yeah, and it's our, it's us, you know. That's it, rolling down the highway. That's what we want to do. That's what we want to keep on doing until we can't do it no more. Do you guys find it easier to start with like the melody or the hook of the song or? Um, every, I asked everybody. I know that I, I know the answer because it's different, but I always like to ask it anyway. That's how we've co-written the some, but. Um, it really it's it's different for every song mm-hmm. yeah. and i don't really i don't know i never really thought about hook you know i guess i just don't know the terminology you know but i mean now what i understand that a hook of a song is that is a good thing to have i guess yeah i don't really Something think that stands like, out when i write i don't really consider that you could have a melodic hook though and it'd be just as strong yes stronger that's, than the that's actual right hook. that's yeah. right yeah yes. yeah and yeah. uh I, I write um, a lot of times for me personally when I write a song um, so many times it just comes all together yeah um, I'll just I'll start playing a, a melody and all of a sudden uh, the first line will come and then the song is there you know it's just uh, it's kind of a not very many songs have I ever had to really work for uh, a few, but uh, not not many. Um, they usually just kind of come about. Um, you know, sometimes I'll say, "It's been a while, Lord." You know, uh, give me another song. You know, I want to write another. And Sylvia's song. written probably fifty, sixty songs or more. Yeah, I'm sure a lot more of good than that. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of very good. Many she just always was out there by herself with mm-hmm. no support, really. Right. And no way to get them out there. No one to play with her. Different every reason in the world. I and, spent uh, more time playing but on now the things couch have changed. You know? <laughs> we're the trailer hippies, and we're <laughs> go forward with it's what great. we got. And uh, if we can push our music, if we can let hers be heard, you know, or some of the things I've done in whatever capacity we can, we want to play music. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great at this time in life. You know, kids are grown, and um, you kind of, you know, now him coming into retirement, it's like there we just, you know music all the time and it I feel like you know I've well I know dreams have come true already you know uh, when he took me to meet Preston and I, I recorded my uh, CD there that I, that I could really present and feel solid and proud of um, and uh, and just moving into this uh, life together having music in common and going and just meeting amazing people you know that's one thing too you know we just have met so many beautiful people along the way and uh mm-hmm. musicians um, venue owners dreams coming true in the crowd, <laughs> you know just because we like to talk a lot to people before the gig during the gig and after the gig and uh, you meet so many good people out there and I feel like great. you live in you know when you finally are living your purpose and life you know, you're fully in your purpose, and that's what I feel like. You know, God brought us together for, and and it's a it's a wonderful thing. Very very excited about the future. So you guys keep saying the good people. I want to hear some stories of some bad people. <laughs> well, no, I've well, that, or, 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 you know. maybe maybe not bad people as much as a uh, give us a story. Maybe the one of the weirdest things or strangest encounters you had at a gig. Well, in general. Anything negative or bad, I just shine it on. I know I can deal with it head on, but I choose not to. Mm-hmm. So you use the path of least resistance, unless you can't, and then you just deal with it. But uh, 
I don't know. We have. We actually have we had bad experiences. We had one experience where we literally left and didn't even ask to get paid or anything. Oh yeah, Chattanooga. Um, it was a, a venue. It was just. It was really hot and. Um, oh, it was torturously hot. It, You're playing it was in out August. on concrete. Yeah. Nothing but a concrete. Uh, no it, cover. No one ever came out to greet us from the venue that we're there, and uh, we ordered drinks, and they never brought them. And actually, customers went and got us something to drink, and, and we never could it. get the attention even and over the mic of a waiting staff. Couldn't not. It was, know, the it was like we weren't thing. there. It's it was like bizarre. We it was bizarro world. So we were not. And I, I said, if he doesn't come out here and bring me the check, we don't want his money, and he didn't. So we left. We packed up our stuff and just yeah, left we and just said, like, I know done. I don't owe him a thing. We won't play there anymore. You know? And he doesn't owe me anything either, of course. It's, yeah, we're, you know, it's all good. I, I don't mean, hold it against and him. And we don't I've ever... forgotten about that, actually, because it's history. <laughs> yeah, it's, we don't ever... It's gone. We really have beautiful experiences. We, I really can't... That, I think, is the worst That of was it. a freak experience. And it was definitely. weird, but we never would... Um, go around talking about it or, or call the people out oh, yeah. or, yeah, or, I like or listen to funny stories. put it out there but <clears throat> we've never had any real poor experiences uh we generally just have a beautiful time and meet wonderful people and uh have you know good relationships really have always had good relationships and as life teaches you you treat people with love and respect yeah. you're going to get that back you know, someone's going to have to really go out of their way to screw that up. Yeah. And, you know, if yeah. they do, avoid it. Yeah. Or not. It's funny. We're going to bring it up. It's like, I hear funny stories of the road. I mean, yeah. We had, I just found out uh, yesterday, I was talking to my, my bassist, and he's telling me a story from the gig we was playing. He goes, there was this guy that was dancing with the girls. All of a sudden, he just makes eye contact with, with the Jordan. And he starts dancing and staring George <laughs> down. And I'm like, what? He says, man, I, I kept trying not to look. I just... <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> so I like those kind of funny stories. So, yeah. it, it is fun because they, they, when you're out on the road and you play it, you're, you're going to have weird things happen. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to have bad situations where that. Yeah. You're going to have good ones, but there's always going to be weird ones too. That's so much fun to just tell those stories. And when you're on the stage, you can see usually everything that goes on in the building. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I never realized it that much until I started getting on stage a lot. And you can see pe- people coming in the door. You can see everything, inter- every interaction. Yeah. And uh, so you, <laughs> and yeah, there, you do see funny things, yeah. you know, odd things. But that's humans, human behavior. <laughs> it's yeah. so interesting. We had a, um, we, I was telling people heard a story, we played at a gig. We had to put the drummer, they wanted a drummer there, so we brought a drummer and we had to put him off the stage because the stage wasn't. No bigger than this. Yeah. And yeah. three big guys standing there. We couldn't move. You know, there was no, yeah. you can't can't get into it. You can't rock the guitar. You can't start stomping around. You got to sit still and just play. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like to hear that. Just kind of well, you know, sometimes because we're acoustic, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you wonder, you know, you get uh, somebody come in and sit like right front and center, like right where you're at, mm-hmm. and be rip roaring loud i mean you remember that one time when that the loudness of that girl <laughs> i never heard anybody so loud in my life <laughs> laughing and cackling and oh you, you mean remember an that? audience the audience yeah, and the sit audience. right in front of yeah, you as they, you're playing like, and just and be just, loud as like, hell i mean <laughs> zero like, respect for the like, performer what? but you know and that, that happens you know and it, with acoustic music that's you know 
can yeah. be an issue more, I guess, yeah. than a band because the band usually is so full and loud that you yeah. you know you have to yell to you know he be heard over the band. But when you're acoustic and you got people like, rah, 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 you're like and they're what right, am I, you know, eight feet you from you, and, and then they turn around and go, you guys are great. Did you actually hear something? Because <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop are screaming you since you walked in. <laughs> that's that's the thing, and it's funny because when, <laughs> as as you play out, you you're used to that. You get used yeah. to it. So yeah. It's funny yeah. when I go to these these bars. I have like open mics where they have some kind of competition going on, and then these people get so mad that people are talking. It's like you better get used to that. Well, you oh, can't yeah. do. What are you going to do? Oh you yeah. Know, you it know, is you definitely have to part just, of it. You have to just mm-hmm. go with it and smile through it. And Tell stories. Now you got to grab their attention somehow. Well, you know, yeah. you can say anything. That sometimes, like you just say any random thing, and it's like they yeah. don't even know what you. <laughs> I've got a way to do that because I've got a song that I wrote called "One Night with You," and a lot of people probably heard this story. Uh, it's about a one night stand song. So what I tell everybody, because I'm I know they're not listening, so I'm, I want to see who is. I tell them it's a one night stand with a nun, and I watch to see who's paying attention. I had a lady like sitting there, she was talking and talking, and then I said that uh, she spit her drink and went down her shirt. <laughs> So, you know, they can listen and talk at the same time. Oh, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's the, that's, that's the way I get them to pay attention But to you it. know, that is the truth. A lot of times you don't think, you'll think sometimes, is anybody even listening, you know? and. No. But and then but you know in between sets or something that they'll be like oh you guys are great and, it's and like, they'll name songs you did all right did, cool and you think, well, well thank well, you well, you know it's you like know, okay you nice are listening y'all that's could cool applaud or look know, our way or let us know that you know we're here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know and that's really odd so we just quit worrying about it we yeah, said well they're hearing yeah, us yeah, and we have to take yeah. what to say they they might be very well could be enjoying it yeah because you know people who you think aren't hearing you they. Name the songs you didn't tell you how much they enjoyed them, so yeah. it's all good. I think they're more likely to tell you if they don't enjoy you than yeah. they would if they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a habit of people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever, ex- we haven't, I have never experienced that in all of my days of ever performing. I've yeah. never had anybody uh, give me a negative. Um, it's more that they want to, they give you advice that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or they give you an opinion or something like. I've, yeah. I've told people this. Or the requests, you know. Right. Uh, it's like, oh no. <laughs> wagon wheel and paper. It's like I don't know that yeah, one. I'm yeah, sorry. You guys need to learn yeah. these songs. Say no. Yeah, we'll we, we do. Probably do what we do. We did it before, <laughs> and we got we got requested. Um, they'll be gray. Um, Drift away. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We, we we did that on spot. Like I said, they're drinking. They've tipped us. All right, we'll we'll play it at a bar like that. You can get away with it because you know everybody's jamming us. They're not really paying attention anyway. Yeah. So you can kind of stumble through it. Yeah. And still get your tips. And yeah. And of course, wagon wheel. And I, I I hate doing wagon wheel. So it's funny that me and yesterday, me and Alan did a different version of wagon wheel. Yeah. We slowed it way down. It's like, all right, we're going. They want to hear it. Let's do it our way. <laughs> to make it different. Yeah, yeah. that's way. fun. But I got a bar. You got to be a beaten fast because they're not paying any attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the brewery and the winery is a little bit different. Yeah, it is. Eating. A lot of you get a lot of listening yeah. crowds that way, and we enjoy the listening venues, and we enjoy being in the rural areas a lot. Uh, um, they're a little place we played quite a bit. Used to a Pigeon Mountain Grill out in Chickamauga, and right. what a you know just a beautiful place and. Homegrown beef, Beautiful homegrown everything, and, you know, just a nice know, place. Just, Good people. Yeah, really nice. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony's out there. Yeah. <laughs> he books acts for that Francisco yeah, he's a great Whaley. Guy. He's, he's picked up the mandolin, and he's actually doing really well with it. He's, yeah. He is doing great with that mandolin. 
There's still some good places. Cheryl's place is, is a good music on the vine. Have you ever played there before? We played once, there uh, before once. she became music on the vine. Coffee, yeah, the the one beer. time, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, she is a loveliest, loveliest, gracious woman mm-hmm. with a beautiful sense of style. And there's a beautiful little venue. I mean, her, her yeah. she has that just the eclectic nuances that her you know artistic flair. And just her spirit, her soul, she's, I love her. Yes. <laughs> and she got her stage built out. That's where you guys are going to be performing. Yeah, so we'll be playing outside this next uh, time. 22nd, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be well, outside in her little English garden area. I'm glad you guys came on. I had a good time. Well, we did thank too. you so thank much you. for having us. I always ask one question at the end. If you've listened to the podcast, you know what's coming, but I think you guys don't, so it's going to be a surprise. Hidden talents. Hidden talents. Yep. Our hidden talents. The hidden talents. My hidden talent. Both of you. Yep. Um, well, I, I love t- to make things. Um, I sew and crochet, and I used to make jewelry, and I dabble. I love interior design, um, gardening. I love uh, growing herbs and flowers. Um, Is that what you would be doing if you weren't playing the music? Um, I did it much all through life uh, when I was a um, housewife. Okay. Uh, now I'm focused on music, and we're out there in the woods in the trailer, and I don't, I haven't really um, been able to really garden. I put a few things out in pots this year, but I haven't really um, she done. She crochets bargains and pillows. Yeah, and even koozies. Koozies. <laughs> she does all but, kind of uh, stuff like yeah, that. But yeah, I, I, I am crafty. Have you made your own trailer hippie koozies yet? No, no, I haven't. I, I haven't crocheted in She's quite a, a while. She's made a couple trailer hippie pillows, couch pillows. Yeah, oh, nice. I did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I made uh, some pillows out of his uh, couple shirts. of his old shirts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I love to decorate. I love to I uh, make pretty things. I'm very uh, I make shift clothes all the time. Okay. Make something out of something else. <laughs> So I guess those are some of my hidden talents. My wife, uh, you saw her coming. She made like a couple gardens. She she doesn't have a green thumb at all. Bless her heart. So she wanted chickens. I said, well, if you can get yourself a garden and sustain it, then we can talk about having chickens out. Because <laughs> I, I grew up with chickens and they're nasty. And uh-huh. I don't want chickens. Right. I said, you got we got enough foxes and coyotes out here. I said you're gonna have snakes. You're everything drawn to those chickens, and they're not gonna last very long. And our dogs <laughs> are gonna get them if nothing else. Oh, they won't. I said, yeah, they will because I'm gonna let them out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure they do. <laughs> they get the opportunity. Well, and I also run another little business that I've just dabbled into. I've, I've made my way into, like, a network marketing. So I'm a, a independent affiliate with um, Hempworks and My Daily Choice, and I sell CBD and uh, CBD products uh, and other things, too. There's, like, four brands um, in-house under one okay. roof. So it's a wonderful company. So hit me up if you want some CBD. Yeah, ask anything like that you want to tell people. <laughs> I have no problem with you. With you. Broken anything. That's the point of it. Alright, Tom, it's your turn. You didn't get away from anything. Sorry. Do I have a hidden talent? Oh, well, yeah, you you have a, many hidden talents. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just. Uh, I was wondering when that was going to come up. I've asked that question for a lot of people. <laughs> He's a very talented man. <laughs> well, there you go. That's it. <laughs> Music and whatever she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know of a hidden talent. Well, you know, Tommy's a very knowledgeable man, 
and yeah, he's well. a very good speaker on issues he's passionate about. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. we won't he's get into issues. He's a good teacher. <laughs> he's an amazing teacher, and he's a wonderful, wonderful father. So. And papa. I guess that about covers it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming up here. Uh, tell everybody one more time where they can find you, all your social media, all that stuff. That okay, you can find us at TrailerHippies.com. Uh, and we are on CD Baby. And our uh, CD, Trailer Hippies for Life, is available on all the digital platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, all of them. Okay. I can't name them all. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook um, at Trailer Hippies. And so you can go check us out. Uh, there and check out where we're playing all our events are scheduled on the website okay. and are you know listed in the calendar on the website and the events on uh, Facebook and uh, yeah that's about it I think where you can find us yeah <laughs> we'll find us at the corner store you we can find us at the corner sometimes. store yeah rolling down the highway rolling down the highway <laughs> throw up your hand smile <laughs> <laughs> well thank you guys for well thank on. you for having us thank you for having us yeah Hey, we are the Trailer Hippies. I'm Tommy Davis. Sylvia Davis. And, uh... Chatsworth, Georgia. We are. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us on at TrailerHippies.com <coughs> or on Facebook. And, uh, we're uh, going to do a song here. This is what we hope to be doing for the next, I don't know, 130 years together. Are you ready to start? <laughs> Did you want to say something else? No, that's about it. Just, you know, check us out on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have a YouTube channel. It's called Live from the Trailer. Uh, go and subscribe to that. And uh, yeah, our website, he said, trailerhippies.com. Uh, and this song here is a song from our album, uh, 13 original songs on that album. Uh, this is one of them. This is called Rolling Down the Highway with You. I knew we should have let you do the talking. <laughs> here we go. <coughs> Don't 
trailerhippies.com uh, and, uh, and if you our, come to the trailer you can find us <laughs> uh, yeah but uh, yeah you can uh, find our album on uh, YouTube Spotify all the digital platforms iTunes um, CD Baby and it's Trailer Hippies for Life is the title yeah <laughs> alright thank y'all alright everybody that was uh, the Trailer Hippies that was Sylvia and Tommy Davis thank you guys I smell trouble in the air Trouble's brewing everywhere Trouble in the morning, trouble at noon Trouble dancing under the moon Got trouble in the alley, trouble upstairs Or so we're told It all started with Adam 